Hi everyone, my name is Natalie Ledwell and this is The Inspiration Show. Today on the show I have a special guest who's a very good friend of mine, Mr. Bruce Cryer. Hi Bruce, how are you today? Hey Natalie, really fun to see you like this, this is great. Yeah. <laughs> we, are, we are both members of a group called the Association of Transformational Leaders uh, and this is the first time we've got to actually chat, on the, share our conversation online, uh, which I'm very excited about. Um, now, uh, as you know, the show is called the Inspiration Show, and and the reason, one of the reasons I asked you to be here is is to share your inspirational story, because you've had quite the journey in your lifetime, um, and then I want to talk to you about how you're sharing those gifts and that and the insights you learned on that journey to help others. So, so why don't we start with your story first? You bet. Well, I'm writing a book about it now, so I'll try to condense down the book <laughs> into a, a sentence or two. But the the real the part of your story the story that I think is particularly appropriate and hopefully inspirational to this audience is um, started out in, in as a as a kid um, kind of late in high school started getting into singing before long I realized I was a good singer went to a professional performing school for that found myself in New York doing musical theater found myself in the longest running musical in the world did 800 performances. Decided after five years of, of wonderment and magic and the life of a young actor in New York that it wasn't actually what I ultimately wanted after all, as, as magical as it was. And I needed to get into business and get into developing myself more thoroughly and spent the last 30 or more years in various health and transformational businesses, really learning and loving business. But a part of my soul was still kind of empty because I'd gradually kind of given up a lot of the music and dance and art that I'd done when I was younger. And then in, in late 2009, I was diagnosed with cancer. And uh, fortunately, surgery was able to deal with the tumor that, I, that they had found. Uh, but then in the treatments that followed, I started getting staph infections. The staph spread to my blood. That's a life-threatening, go to the hospital right now kind of diagnosis. Uh, six weeks of infusions of antibiotics got me out of the woods with that, but it was pretty hairy. Meanwhile, the arthritis that <laughs> had been in my hips for a few years had worsened significantly. Now I had to deal with that. Few months after this, uh, my mother passed away, and so it was one heavy issue after another. In her passing, I realized that to get, get hit the next phase of my life and rebound from all of this and hopefully live a great life again, I'd had to go ahead and have both hips replaced, which was uh, yet another relatively major surgery and relatively traumatic situation. And through all of this, being the pretty self-reflective guy that y you know I am, and uh, been, been you know been a meditator for many many years, and done a lot of uh, internal work on myself, became clearer and clearer to me that some th dramatic things needed to change, including stepping away from the CEO job of this marvelous organization called HeartMath that I had been one of the original uh, group in, in, to to help set it up originally in the 90s. And uh, step away from my marriage, and uh, you know, you know. So other than that, you know, no big deal. Easy going, kind of two years. Yeah. So what I discovered in the process of all this was that the love of performing and finding inspiration through creativity, which had kind of gone on the back burner for me, was coming alive again. And I had an experience where I realized I have to sing. I don't know where I need to sing. I just know I need to sing. And I need to express something through my voice that I haven't done in, in so many years. And a mutual friend of ours, Gary Malkin, and I joined forces. He was a roommate of mine in college 40 years ago now. And we started just hanging out on weekends singing. And he, he got me into an improv dance thing that he was doing. And that was great. And my hips <laughs> we're responding very well. Before long, we had this project called What Makes Your Heart Sing, which was all about awakening inspiration. Whether you've gone through a series of 
kind of hairy experiences like I had, or just feeling like life is dull and overwhelming and burdensome, and you need inspiration for that, uh, that's a lot what what makes your heart sing project uh, became about. Right. So so let me get. So this is over a two year period. Um, you know, you you got sick, um, got better. Uh, got bionic hips, uh, mother passed away, uh, stepped out of marriage, uh, left the career. Because how long were you at HeartMath? I mean, HeartMath is an amazing institute that's done some incredible research so that we know so much more about the intelligence of our heart um, and, uh, and the, you know, the, the, the energy and the vibration that we give out. Like, how long were you there at that company? Well, I still have a small role in it, and it's it's now going on 26 years. So I've had a very long association, you know, one of the original groups. So... Uh, and it was a huge part of my life and a very, very influential part of my life. I, I look at, at all the health issues that I had, and as dire as, the, as it all sounds and as, as challenging as it all sounds, uh, re consistently throughout the process, people would tell, tell me, you're looking a lot better than I was expecting. It was sort of a weird compliment, like, well, how bad did you think I was going to look? Because <laughs> I'm not exactly feeling chipper right now. But I, what I realized through all these comments and attempts at compliments was that I actually had more resilience than I realized, and I had to thank HeartMath for that. The tools of HeartMath, which I had been practicing religiously for years, now they really came in handy because I, had, I, I wasn't on empty even going through these heavy, arduous uh, physical challenges. I had some, uh, some reserves in the tank emotionally, let alone physically, so I was able to rebound and, and find inspiration again and, and go on and create a, a fantastic new life. Yeah, you know, and it's interesting. I remember um, doing an interview with Jack Canfield once, and he was talking about when he sold Chicken Soup for the Soul. You know, and he said that was an amazingly successful business, um, but his heart wasn't in it anymore, and he felt like he needed to move on to something else. So it, um, you know, it's interesting how even like someone who could be watching the show right now could be in a career or a business that at the beginning was very passionate and amazing, and and is doing wonderful things, and could even be still successful. But when you have that yearning for something else, you know, you're saying that's something that's really important that people should follow? Yeah, completely. We, you know, I think back to my father who worked for the same company for 35 years, and I know there are still people like that, that have one job, one career, and that's all they ever do. But I think so many of us ch do change, and it's kind of our, what, what the soul, our soul's plan is to do one thing fully, but that's not all our entire life. When I left acting, it was kind of a lot of people said, why are you leaving? You're, you're successful. You're really good at this. Why are you? Because it's something was pulling me next. And similarly with HeartMath, many people would say, how could you leave an organization like HeartMath? It's an amazing organization. And it is. And these are some of my dearest friends in the world. But part of my soul needed to create more again and express in, in ways that I hadn't for a long time. So the years with HeartMath have been incredibly rich and valuable and will always be treasured in me. But another part of me said, but there's something else. Mm -hmm. And uh, so I think honoring what's come before, but honoring what needs to still emerge is part of the, the journey of life, right? Right. So it seems that you're a bit of an expert on transition then. Um, so <laughs> so, what do you, yeah, so uh, what do you think are some of the, um, the things that people should think about if they're looking to transition out of a career or out of a relationship or in, just into another level of their life? I've got a lot of thought to this, and it's not an easy one, especially when you have kind of multiple things going on, as I did, and it can be a can, very confusing process. And when we, when Gary and I came up with this phrase, well, we didn't invent the phrase, what makes your heart sing, but when we realized that was describing what this, our project was about, 
we were we were quick to tell people, you know, that's it's actually a deep question. When you ask yourself what makes your heart sing, you could answer it, oh, when it's springtime and the daffodils are blooming. Well, that sure that makes your heart sing. But a deeper answer might be when I'm creating, <laughs> when I'm able to, like I've been joking for the last few years that I love when when somebody asks me to attend a call or a meeting and I have to say I'm rehearsing at that time. I'm rehearsing. That sounds so much more fun than to say I have another meeting. Yeah. <laughs> I have to rehearse. It makes my heart sing to be in, involved in a process that's creative. So I think that question is one that's not just one that's easy to and fast to answer, but is worthy of some meditation time and some reflection time and some journaling time because uh, we, life, we, have, we have different situations in life that sometimes really making a transition out of one job into another is a, rea is a possibility and is practical. In other t cases, it's not. And you've got kid responsibilities, aging parent responsibilities, and to make a job switch may not be an option right now. It may be a year from now or two years from now. So how do you keep your inspiration alive when all the external situations you, you might like to change really can't change uh, gracefully? So I think that's where this idea of inspiring yourself to do things that you love, even when everything can't change as you might want it to yet, is very important. Keeping it alive. We, we first performed in front of a group of 500 nurses and doctors within the Kaiser system. These are people who are dedicated to healthcare and feeling really stressed out and really burdened. Not uniquely because of Kaiser, just because of the state of healthcare today. So we were saying, you guys, you got into this profession because you're inspired people. You care about people in ways that a lot of people don't. So give yourself some credit for that, number one. And realize we love you and we're so grateful you're doing what you're doing. And thank you for that. And how can you inspire each other? How can you find things inside your heart that can inspire yourself, even when the the system, the the government regulations, the union issues, whatever the issues are, are getting in the way? Even when that's happening, what can you still do to inspire yourself? And that's what the message of what makes your heart sing has been. Yeah, and I, I think you, what what you're saying is it's not just inspiration, but creativity is a big part of this process as well. Um, and I know that creativity can show up in a bazillion different ways. Um, so are there any kind of like special guidelines that you that or uh, techniques that people can use to tap into their creativity? Well, one of the things that I'll be doing in a couple of weeks, Gary and I are performing at the Sun Valley Wellness Festival over the Memorial Day weekend. And uh, I guess actually this, that will have happened by the time this uh, show airs. And we'll be asking people to imagine things that they always wish they could do, whether that was singing on a stage or dancing in a ballet or, or gardening and they live in an apartment in a city or whatever it may be or, or paint and to actually see themselves doing that and part of my message in the mentoring that I do and in the What Makes Your Heart Sing project is that no matter whether we are ever going to become an artist or ever going to be a singer or a dancer any of that we all have a tremendous creative spirit inside of us and many of us have not had the opportunity to, to fully develop that. I was very lucky I had an artist mother and a singer father and, and they didn't do that for their main jobs, but they loved doing that, and they did it in their lives, so they completely supported anything creative I wanted to do. And I'm so grateful to mom and dad that they were that kind, there was those kind of people. So I, I, would, I would challenge people who, who feel like, I can't sing, I can't dance, I've been told this so many times, I'm not artistic, all that, to say, who says you're not? Maybe mm -hmm. one person said that one time and it hurt your feelings, but it isn't necessarily true. Yeah. And so find what that you, you kind of always wished you could do and try it and do it. And even if no one ever sees it, for the spirit of the creativity that it taps into in you, that's why it's worth doing. Yeah. 
So, so tell me about the projects that you're working on now. Like, how are you using all of the insights that you've gathered along the years to to help others? Well, when I when I started this singing again and then dancing again about four years ago, it was so fun because I found myself on stage and occasionally getting paid to to sing and dance. Um, and at the same time, I because this kind of creative energy was alive in me again, I found I still really like business. It wasn't like I was chucking business and wanting to just kind of be a singer going on auditions all the time or being an actor. And so, and one of the things that I realized too is that I've been in enough businesses and had enough executive and management roles and and done business around the world and several continents and met thousands and thousands of people and love being a mentor. I love passing on ideas, suggestions, strategies, net, my network which is pretty large as you know uh, to help people in that way. So one of the ways that I've kind of realized, hey, I can bring this all into one process, I've, I've created this thing called Renaissance Mentoring. And part of it's based around this idea that you know a Renaissance man or Renaissance human as I now call it, uh, is somebody who has embraced artistic sides of themselves as well as business. Or they might be a scientist and, and, and an oil painter. Or they might be a, a pianist and, and they're also uh, a gardener and they're also a scientist or a, or a banker or whatever. So they've embraced disparate sides of themselves. And I started pondering this a lot because I realized this is the first time in my life where it's all integrated. Where I feel like I'm really doing all of these things and it gives me all of it gives me satisfaction. I realized there's all this creative energy has emerged in me that's gotten me involved in some really fun new businesses that are very successful and I want to pass that on, that energy on to others and help people get in touch with that creative spirit inside of them for whatever areas, whether that's to, to jumpstart a business idea that they've got or whether it's to reignite something that's gotten kind of flat after some years of doing it or whether it's more relationship oriented. So Renaissance Mentoring is is the name of this project that I've started to kind of pull in these different facets of myself and try to awaken it, uh, awaken that in others. It's for business owners, for entrepreneurs, that kind of thing. Great, wonderful. So, uh, so if people wanted to connect with you to find out more about that, or just even to connect with you to find out other projects that you're working on, where can we send them to do that? Well, my my main website is brucecryer.com, and uh, there's a special tab called Renaissance Mentoring. Um, what Makes Your Heart Sing is this project, as I said, that Gary and I are doing, and that's what makes your heart sing.net. Uh, the new business, which may be uh, getting close to being announced this summer, is called Vibrato. And I'm kind of bringing together all the, the, the business years I've done in, in running businesses like HeartMath and in coaching and mentoring into a network of creative uh, entrepreneurial businesses who are going to collaborate and support one another in the name of kind of enriching the quality of life for, for everyone. So vibrato, which is a musical term meaning to kind of enrich the quality of the sound, yeah. this business will enrich the quality of, of not only the people who are participating as the network but also all of their customers and colleagues and friends. So I'm really excited about this because it's uh, kind of bringing it all together into one into one entity. Absolutely. Well, Bruce, thank you so much for joining me today. We, we've run out of time, but um, I uh, I really want to thank you for the work that you're doing. Um, and you know, and despite the journey that you've been through, you've really come out the other side. You look amazing, and uh, your energy and the way that you're really stepping up to help people is just it's amazing. So thank you, Don. <laughs> Thanks, sweetheart. Well, it's it's so great to know you, and what a, a treat it is for me when you offered to do an interview here. And I'm really grateful to you, and it's fun to get to work with you too. So I'm I'm really appreciative of. <laughs> All the opportunities to see you and hang out with you. 
Wonderful. So guys, I encourage you to share this video. Um, make sure that you click the Facebook or the Twitter share buttons on this page. You can click to the banner on the side if you're watching this online or the banner underneath if you're watching it on the app. So you can go straight through to Bruce's website from there. And uh, make sure that you leave your email if you haven't done so already so we can send you the Manifesting with a Masters video e-course. So until next time, remember to live large, choose courageously, and love without limits. We'll see you soon.